hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Um, welcome back, everyone. As promised, we have our amazing guest and also good friend, Josh, joining us. Um, Josh, how, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. It's uh, it's early for me on a Saturday, to it's be honest with you. <laughs> kind of funny. Alina was saying this on the ride over. She was just like, LA is not like an early city, especially on the weekends. I, I tend to agree, and yet uh, they they uh, have no time limit on when they can have accidents. So yeah. there was a lot of those <laughs> on the way here. Um, funny. Uh, wait, so <laughs> no, it was funny. Funny. Oh, <laughs> funny. <laughs> it is. We're uh, all cranky in the morning. It appears. <laughs> I would actually say. Wait, do you think I'm a cranky morning person? You've no. seen me way too many mornings. No, you're not cranky in the morning. I'm usually at this like positive pan with like. Hello, sunshine. The earth says hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Basic and the the Brain. brain. Um, Okay, so Josh, (laughs) since you did not provide us with a bio, um, gentle dig. No, I'm joking. Um, Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, and I I could definitely send you that um, stuff. um, But uh, (laughs) No, it's uh, too late now. We don't want it anymore. (laughs) Um, We're good. (laughs) So... uh, I'm uh, kind of a Jersey boy, I guess. I grew up in Jersey. Uh, I knew I know Alina through her husband. Uh, we w- kind of grew up together. We were in a no. terrible punk band <laughs> in middle school together. <laughs> um, what was it called? It was called Rogan. Like Joe Rogan? Like, like yes. Joe Rogan? Exactly. Uh- Wait, so as in like you were a fan of Joe Rogan no. at that period of time? Uh, we didn't know he existed. Uh, it was the uh, middle name of our drummer. He decided that's what he wanted to call it. Um, oh, okay. okay. A little bit of narcissism there. Huh. Yep. Uh, I can be down with that though. Okay. Yeah. He was, t- he was tough to be in a band with that guy. But uh, Mark <laughs> and I had a, had a blast uh, and we had made some – I'll have to play the songs for you. I found them, by the way, on my external hard drive. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. So Mark is a musician. I didn't know this. He's a guitarist. Yeah, he's a lead guitarist. Oh, that's right. He does play the guitar. I guess I just – I've never heard him play before. That's because I accidentally cut the tip of his finger off. While we were living in what? Hong Kong, and he can't. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Well, he cut the tip of his finger off, but it was kind of my fault. He didn't actually cut it off, but he kind of did. Basically, I asked him to to cut the stems of protea, <laughs> protea flowers because they were too tall for the vase, and then and I gave him a serrated knife to do it with. And then I accidentally moved the cutting board, and he chopped the tip of his finger off. So that's why he can't play the guitar anymore. Sorry, Mark. Anyway, okay, so oh, wow. you and Mark were in a punk <laughs> band in dark middle school. Real quick, <laughs> okay, so you and Mark were in a punk band in middle school. Yeah, yeah, and then I went to, off to another, uh, a different high school in a neighboring town, and uh, we, we, I guess we kind, it kind of died off. Um, I found new groups of friends. Um, Josh became a cool Asian. I did become a cool <laughs> Asian. Actually, I didn't know that was a thing, uh, and, but uh, we had a lot of a lot of Koreans in in uh, Ridgewood. But anyway, uh, so. Um, 
I guess by trade, I'm a designer, um, currently working as an executive at a fashion tech firm. Um, I've lived in New York, uh, Chicago, Cleveland, and now I'm here in LA, um, making new friends, just trying to start a new kind of life here. This is so boring. I'm like, <laughs> not nobody, at all. Nobody, Actually, nobody's going to find that interesting. But no, yeah. folks will. I mean, um, we have like our normal questions that we like to ask our guests, but also since you just mentioned a little bit about your background on the fashion tech, what did you think of our last episode, which you probably didn't listen to? I did right? not hear it, but <laughs> I, I will tell you, um, and I will get to it. Mm. Um, the ones that I have heard, it makes me feel very intimidated right now. Because I feel like there's a lot of originality, especially the uh, the what's 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 it called um, the Cam Girl episodes. <laughs> She's so original, and I thought she Angelica. Like, yeah, yeah, Angelica, and I was like, man, she has such interesting answers to every. Is that why you question. found it that interesting? <laughs> Actually, I think that's the number one thing, yeah. Okay, well, Angelica. <laughs> okay. Don't try to trap me into like the, the basic dude answer. I'm not, I don't think I, I fall into that. Um, yeah, um, it was a good episode, actually. With I learned a lot. You did. <laughs> I yes. was deer in the headlights, vanilla bitch, missionary exclusive. Like I was just like, whoa, um, I'm a boring. I'm really boring. I'm not a cool Asian. Um, That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. No. <laughs> but um, wait, so I, I know, I know, we're talking about your favorite episode. But out of curiosity, we did talk about fast fashion last week. What are your thoughts on fast fashion? Well, uh, as you know, uh, my girlfriend, girlfriend and I are working on a brand that is uh, very geared towards slow fashion. And so fast fashion, uh, just looking at some of the metrics out there, uh, I think it's grown since 2018 on terms of like maybe 60% in terms of how much uh, uh, retail garbage mm-hmm. are in landfills. Um, yep. It's actually not only just fascinating, but they're actually terrifying the rate mm-hmm. of how quickly that happened. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, I know that there are a lot of metrics out there that are kind of a little skewed and some are inferred. I think that's too much of a massive number. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, uh, I, and to be quite honest with you, I'm not, uh, what you would call a standard tree hugger. Like I never really got involved a lot in, uh, understanding my carbon print and stuff like that. I'm not that person, but, uh, there was... A moment where we were like, wow, this is actually really compelling as a, not as a, a standard environmentalist, but as a layman, Yeah, I would say, if that makes sense. And we're like, we need to, this needs to change. Yeah. And it made me, and it, it made us, you know, look at our, our own wardrobes. I'm like, oh my gosh, like 80% of this crap I'm wearing Seriously? is, is, yeah. falls into that category. It's kind of scary because you think about it, it's like one of the big issues now is like around microplastics and that's contributing massively to microplastics. Last week, yes. there was a statistic that I read that it's contributing to about 10% of CO2 emissions, fast fashion as a whole. Um, and it's actually more than all international travel and maritime travel yeah. currently, which fucking wild, that by the way. Wild. When you consider how many international flights there are mm-hmm. out there, like, well, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. We own, as a country, 12 aircraft carriers or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to check all these numbers, by the way. I'm just throwing... <laughs> I'm like, 60%. Throw shit, whatever yeah. you want That's out okay. there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's terrible. It mm-hmm. needs to change. 
Spotify, I think. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen to that. Yeah, it's uh, we we tried to stay positive, and that's what we're gonna do now. Yes, I'm like, yeah. please stop this. Too early in the morning for me to <laughs> want to slip my wrist. Guys. Um, it's too fucking early. Let's let's not go down this rabbit hole. So we usually ask our guests a couple of questions um, to start us off, get the you know the, the juices flowing, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and this question came about. Um, I think it was I had asked originally yes. the group. And Alina to this day will now ask anybody new who comes into the group this question. Um, so when you go to wipe. Yeah, I heard this. When you wipe your ass. I heard this on your episode. Your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sit or stand? Uh, I don't know how I can do it standing. I still don't understand that concept. Um, yeah. But uh, actually... You guys talked about this uh, in in a couple episodes, actually, already. Yeah. Just as like a, um, Mark was the one that introduced me to to Tushy. Do you have a Tushy? I have a Tushy. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. I love that thing. (laughs) It's it's amazing. Except like you can't really control the water pressure as much. Like it's not really sensitive. It's either like low or like high. You got to get the new version of it. The newer one. The newer one. Two point oh or the three point oh, whichever that one. Oh yeah. I have. I have both. The OG one, I, I literally thought that my asshole was going to be like burned <laughs> off my body. But the new one, it's actually, it's quite nice. Yeah, it is nice. It is nice. I wish I had the warm water hookup. I don't, but. Yeah, yeah. But. it does. Yeah, I didn't get that hooked up. Um, I mean, I, I, I always say that like when I'm rich, because we're trying to manifest here, um, I'm going to get one of those like Japanese toilets. Oh, Toto. Yeah. A Toto, yes. Where it's like. The warmed seats, you get to control the temperature of the water. They sing to you. They sing to you. Oh, perfect. It's literally heaven in a bathroom. I tried that for the first time a couple of years ago in Korea at a boutique boutique hotel. It was really nice. I did not understand. I read Korean and I couldn't understand what the the controls were. So it was a disaster. (laughs) It was an absolute disaster. So what does that mean? It was a disaster. Like we need details. So... First of all, there's way too many buttons that's needed there. I don't understand how my bunghole needs that many features. <laughs> like, well, like, you know. Treat your bunghole. Wait, hold on. But I also think that that's very not inclusive of you because you're forgetting there's a front and a back for girls. Oh. So that could be why you're confused. Okay. Because okay. there is a little bit more functionality than I think the average guy sure. realizes. Okay, you're right? right. Okay, so there's like an aim feature. Yes. Right? There's I'm a sure. dry feature. What? Okay. <laughs> On some of them. So, and I mean, it's not very intuitive. No. It, at, at all. At There's all. lights there that tell you things. I could tell that it's telling me things. So, yeah. like, for example, green and red light. What, if, as like a, I guess, a normal human being, green would mean go and red is stop. But that yeah. did not correlate at all with those things. Um, I did hear a lot of sounds and chimes coming from it. Um, and most of those buttons did absolutely nothing. Or maybe they did. I just, uh, they maybe disabled them to avoid possible. people just hanging out in their totally possible bathrooms, enjoying themselves in the bathroom. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I will say, I will say that topic for a new episode. I, <laughs> I was a stander, I just, but now I have a tushy, and now I'm a sitter too. So. Oh, oh, you were a stander. I know. I don't understand it either. In retrospect, no, you had a whole theory about this. Yeah, that, that the smaller the butt cheeks, aka I have no ass, right? So the smaller your butt cheeks, like you don't need the spread situation of sitting yeah. down. That's what I thought. 
I, 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 t- I think I agree with you. That might, th- that's what I think when I'm saying like you stand, you can't, you can't, you can't do it because your it, it, cheeks just your cheeks back. engulf yeah. your yeah. Engulf your Doesn't happen to me, guys. Can't can't so relate. That's so when insane. you're standing, your your bunghole is totally exposed to the air. The I don't elements. know. It's totally exposed. There's a little <laughs> bit of a crouch, right? There's a little bit of like a. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out the angle. Like, I don't know, like a 15 <laughs> degree angle that you got to kind of stand at. Okay. So but there's a like, little bit of bend but and I spread. There's a little bit of a tiny, bend. tiny. But I, I feel like you can kind of like get back there a little bit easier than if you're sitting. Okay. I will say when this first question was posed to me, I, I, I have no recollection of who asked me this question, but I do remember being absolutely fucking shocked because I was like, there are people who stand because I, obviously I said sit. I was like, who? What, what fucking monster stands to wipe their ass? And then she literally was just like, oh, I stand. And she couldn't believe that I sit. Really? And then there was this whole thing about like I think you and Mark were even getting into it. Too. Yeah. Well, because Mark, everybody knows he's also got a donk, right? So it understands that. Ass. But that was where I came <laughs> up with that. And and Pierre is a stander. Mm-hmm. That was where I came up with the theory. Uh, you know, first time I contemplated small- divorce. <laughs> first time <laughs> no, in my life. <laughs> but that was where I came up with the theory that like the smaller the butt, the easier it is to stand because you don't need the assistance of the toilet. To spread to them spread. cheeks. But, but and you what's have a pretty ba- big ass, right? <laughs> I do. I, have, I, I think we had this conversation. Exactly. Um, but what's the benefit of standing, though? Like, why? I don't know if there's a benefit. I just – I feel like you – again, I said I'm a sitter now because I have a tushy, guys. Uh, Hold right, right. on. I have, right. I have conformed. <laughs> but I feel like naturally you can just, like, get there easier because you're not, like, sit there. I feel like there's so much more, like, bending of the arm and stuff. And I have flexible shoulders. But I don't know. Okay, anyway. We have a second part there's of this question. There's a part, too, to this question. <laughs> um, so when you go to wipe – with toilet paper. Yeah. Are you folding your toilet paper or are you scrunching your toilet paper? I heard the scrunch a couple times on your show and I don't understand that at all either. <laughs> I knew you were a folder. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely a folder. Um, I also only wipe once now that I have the tushy. And yeah. it's more for getting it dry. Because if you don't, you stand up and you're just dripping yeah, yeah. butthole water uh, <laughs> running down your legs. <laughs> Welcome to the basic in the brain where we're providing you quite appetizing language today. <laughs> um, okay, so so you're a fold. Yeah, no, I, I had a feeling that you were a folder. Yeah, I don't get the scrunch. Why? What's the benefit of the scrunch? I guess it's like an automatic, like subconscious thing. Yeah, I just don't think I ever thought about it. Let me tell you why this doesn't make sense to me. Because the scrunch is not homogenous on the thickness of it when you put it on your hand yeah. and you wipe. So there's yeah. a higher chance that you'll have a thin, thin wipe. Yeah. And then that goes through. And it's through. not consistent either across the board. I fo- I'm a folder. And I fold. And then. Do you know what? I feel like, at least between the two of us, you w- I think I would have thought that I would have been the folder. Interesting. And why? Because I'm a type A yeah, you are. OCD. I mean, I'm type <laughs> and a I'm a scruncher too. But yeah, I can't believe you're a scruncher. I'm a scruncher. So how, how does that work? You, you just when you, you pull just like, it, but you fold. You have to fold it to pull the. No, I, don't, I don't know. I don't do this. Oh, <laughs> she literally is like din 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 din. I just like gin, gin. Oh, so it's like a uh, it's like a scrunchie. It's like a yeah. Ball. It's oh a god, that's a weird thought. But yes. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know. Or a loofah. I was. <laughs> You now need to go like back to Jackie and be like, "Are you a scruncher or folder, babe?" I I, I know she's a folder. Oh, Jackie's definitely yeah. a folder. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So you've already had this conversation. With I mean, we, we know a lot about each other. <laughs> I hope um, she doesn't listen to this. I know. <laughs> there are some episodes I have had to instruct family members. Yeah. Do not listen. Please do not listen. I was like, I, do, I just don't need you knowing certain things about me. So Seriously. that's okay. Yeah. We can give her a little bit of a warning. We'll we'll strategically think uh, select the clips that we use. Don't worry. How long have you two been together for? We're on and off since college. We I, we met when I was senior senior of college. Now we stopped dating when I went to grad school. Uh, and then uh, got back together recently, COVID, at the start of COVID. Oh, wow. Wait, so when I first like met you, you we guys were just back together? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, we love Jackie. Damn. Aw. Yeah. But you guys have known each other for a really, really long time. Yeah, I would say so. And Ben, uh, my dog, we got him together when, uh, on our birthday. Uh, in college too, so he's he's a constant reminder of how long a relationship has been. <laughs> you say that like that's a bad thing. Well, no, he's just old, you know, and uh, but he he's there, so we always know. Okay, how old is he? That's how long we've been together. Wow, that's cute. or known each other. Such a good, it's a good like visual reminder. Yes, yeah. Look at your dog. Be like, that's how long we've been together for. Yeah, huh. not not our case, but <laughs> it's um, definitely not your case. Um, okay. I think, oh, so I actually have another question, but this is directed towards the two of you. So I'm a big avid TikToker. Fucking love the shit out of TikTok. You'll find me like, it'll be daylight out. And by the time I'm done TikToking, it'll be night. Like I lose all sense of time. I really do. It's really bad. Um, I've had to actually cut my exposure to my phone because I've become so addicted. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's gotten bad. Um, but there was a question that absolutely had me on a downward fucking spiral. Um, and it's so silly, but I don't know why I just absolutely lost it. But the question that was posed in the video was, are there more eyes on the planet or more legs? (laughs) (laughs) And I just spiraled the fuck out. I think it's legs. Okay, well, the question boils down to: Are there people that have lost eyes mm-hmm. or lost? Uh, oh my god, legs? that didn't even occur to me. That's what it comes down to. Nope. No. What about all of the animals that are in the ocean? Wait, that's why I said that do not have legs. Oh, we're talking about animals too. Okay, yeah. that's true. Well, there's all a lot of animals oh. that don't have eyes as well. Yeah. Well. Right. Like what? Like Worms. What? That's true. Uh, but then there's also like you think of like centipedes, millipedes, like they all have like Yeah, legs. I was legs. Right. No, mm-hmm. but then if you think about all of the species that are in the ocean, like how many whales or dolphins or whatever, they don't have legs, but they have eyes. Mm. This is overwhelming me already. It's and then for this someone shit. else brought up the fact that like, oh, if we're talking overall legs and overall eyes, like across the planet, like they didn't give a definition as to whether it needs to be alive or not. Or a definition as to can it be a thing or not? What about all the legs on tables? So again, <laughs> that's I digress. semantics. That's semantics. <laughs> but this answer. is a case. Uh, this is a case styling uh, question. This is what um, like big consulting firms types of questions yeah, yeah. that they ask for yeah, to like, see how you think. Yeah, basically, that's interesting. Google used to ask questions like that too. GCA, GCA, general but, cognitive yeah. ability. Yeah. But also, like way back when, when they would ask you like, how many marbles do you think would fill up like a school bus? Yeah, those type of weird questions because mm-hmm. they want to understand how you think about stuff. Right. Still unsure, still very unclear as to how I tricked them into thinking that I have any ability to think critically because none of that 
went through my head. The only thing that went through my head was, well, animals have four legs, so legs. Mm. I didn't think about people who, I didn't think about like the loss of, I didn't think about the oceans. I didn't think about the existential definition of the word. Well, no, because originally when I watched it, I was thinking, you know, centipedes, millipedes. I was like, definitely there are more legs in the world. Like, that's what I was thinking. And then I started reading through the comments and the way that people were thinking about this question, I was like, am I that dumb? Like, I didn't even think about this. (laughs) Like, all the fish in the planet. And then, for example, you have like octopi, right? Octopi. Puss. Octopi is Octopi. Correct. Octopi. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like they have technically would their tentacles be considered legs. Okay, yeah. so right? we've decided that the answer is legs. <laughs> but then what about googly eyes as a product? Because those are technically considered legs. <laughs> I think the answer is legs. And this is when I started to spiral the fuck out. Like literally spending oh, wait, so 10 minutes. Did you minutes. come to a solution? What, no. is your, what is your decision? Mine is legs. I feel very strongly about this. I uh, don't think when this question is asked is to really find an answer, but to really think about uh, how yeah. people think, yeah. And then you have to think about spiders and how many eyes they have. But yeah. they also have a shit ton of legs, too. They yeah, have legs, too. That's true. Yeah, it's just legs. Okay. I, I See, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, like, not someone who can leave things open-ended. I need to know. I mean, spiders also have a lot of eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, and on that note, on I that think note. that this is a really good way to segue. Yeah. Um, when we... You know, we're having that conversation. I remember when it was a couple of months ago at my house and you were like, hey, I think it would be really interesting for you to like introduce yourself to your listeners um, and that you you wanted to kind of turn the tables a little bit and yeah. instead of us interviewing you or whatever, you wanted to interview us. So, um, so I feel like that, but that was like a little bit of a look into how this podcast came to be because that's how Maddie thinks. Maddie does the GCA thing where Maddie talks about the oceans and the millipedes and whatever. And I'm just like, it's legs. It's like, and then they're like, why? And I'm like, because it's legs. And that's genuinely just how I think versus how you think. So um, I feel like this this is going to be interesting. I'm kind of excited. So for our listeners or viewers, um, we've decided that we're not doing basic bitch quickies this week just because I think we're all Kardashian out. Like... It's it's a little I'm I'm, I'm Amber herded out. I'm Car- Kardashian out. Like I think we need a little bit of a break and mm-hmm. we figured since we have Josh joining us this week for, you know, both episodes that are going to air, we figured, you know, why not why turn not the table. Yeah. turn the tables yeah. a little bit. I mean and the, it came from kind of the the idea that like how well uh, do your your listeners know you and and how much do they want to know about you? Well, they know about my asshole. That's true. They, do. they also know about our sex lives. They know about um, what else do they know? They know about our marriages. You, well, even in your intro, your pilot episode, you didn't really talk much about yourself and make an introduction. That's true. Why, that why don't true. we start with that? Is that? Oh my god, are we gonna introduce you did, You didn't ask me for a bio. I wasn't ready for this. Maddie, you go first. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, name is Maddie. Um, well, Mariana is my full name, but I go by Maddie. It's my preferred. Wait, wait, wait hold on. Why, why, how did you get from Maddie to from Mariana? Oh, so Mariana. So my real name is Mediana, right? I asked my – actually, this is a good funny fucking story for those who don't know the origin of my name. So most of my life or majority of my life, anytime I asked my dad, like, where did this name come – because it was my dad who named me, right? And my mom was like, oh, that's a pretty cool name. Sure, let's, like, name her that. Um, my dad, my entire life told me that it was a Turkish name and that it meant something beautiful or something sweet. 
When I got older and got fucking wiser, I proceeded to then ask my Turkish friends, oh, like, doesn't my name mean X, Y, and Z? And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, we've never heard that name ever. Like, nobody in Turkey has named this, like, at all. I was like, oh, this is awkward. Um, And so I was like, I don't know how my dad got this name. I find out after my dad died that he named me after the woman that my grandpa was having an affair with at the U.S. Embassy, because my my grandpa used to work at the U.S. Embassy in in Cairo. Um, So, yeah, so I was named after the whore that ruined my... Grandparents' marriage. <laughs> I actually think it's a pretty cool story, but like, story. yeah. Oh but that just gives you like a little glimpse into like my family. Like the fact that my dad named me after the woman that was, was his... it like a little like a little secret. Did everybody know? Oh, everybody knew. Yeah. Oh, so it, he's like kind of like I don't give a fuck. Ballsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's my name. And so I don't know where the origin of the name comes from. My assumption is is it's a play off of Medina, which means city in Arabic. Uh-huh. So that's that's what I think it is. That's kind of beautiful, actually. It's like the story or the name itself. The story actually yeah. is kind of beautiful. It's very um, I don't know. It's like a glimpse of like my family history. Yeah. But also like the weirdness that my dad thought it was appropriate to name his child after <laughs> that. And my mom had no idea until after my dad died too. And she was just like, she was like, if I had known, I would have never named you that. I was like, honestly, I think it kind of gives like a cool backstory. It's a cool villain origin story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> to my name. There's something romantic about it too. Though. Yeah. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. Where it's like my dad loved my grandpa so much that he wanted to name me after someone that made his grandpa ha- or his dad happy. Ah. You know? That's what I think my dad's thinking was, but like I still think that that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> a little weird. A little weird, yeah. but but we're going to we're going to take yeah, that view. We're going to roll with that. Okay. Yeah. I have a funny name story too, but We'll we'll get there when I intro okay. myself because oh, I don't no. have much to say. So, um, yeah, I don't really know what to say about myself other than the fact that you know I'm Afro Arab. I've lived in the Bay Area most of my life. Um, work in tech. Um, what else? Like, what is what else is there? Worked in tech, but like in the AR VR side, and then music, and now content strategy. Um, and now I do podcast with my best friend. So mm-hmm. that's me in a nutshell. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, it's a very boring intro, but I think the best no, part I was think, my name. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that was yeah. context. Yeah, I like it. Yes. Okay. So I I have a funny name story too. Um, so my legal name is Alina Jingjing. That's my legal first name. I think people think that I just made up Jingjing, and that's fine. Um, so wait. So both <laughs> both names have stories. So or I guess whatever. So first of all, Jingjing I thought was just like a nickname mm. that my dad called me until I was fifteen. When I saw my passport for the first time and I was like, mm. what's going on here? My mom was like, what do you mean? And I was like, why does it say Alina Jingjing? And my mom was like, because that's your name. So it turns out like that's my legal first name is Alina Jingjing. Um, and my sister's Jingying. So lots of creativity. Um, and then on top of it, no, and then on top of it, my dad also told me it means brilliance of a diamond. So here I am, like, ooh, look at me on Brilliance of a Diamond, right? I'm like, ooh, bougie, sparkles. Move to Asia and find out that it means crystal. So I'm like, this motherfucker told me, like, rest in peace. But he he (laughs) said, your name means Brilliance of a Diamond. And then I turn out, it means cubic zirconia. (laughs) I was just like, You got downgraded. What? I was so angry. But then also, my first, well, Alina... Um, so my parents were told they were having a boy when my mom was pregnant. Interesting. I don't 
don't know, finger, arm, something, I assure you was born without a penis. So anyway, I come out without a penis. My mom's like, whoa, that's a vagina. Didn't prepare for this. Was going to name him Jonathan. What do we do now? So my little sister, or my big sister was tiny. She was like three years old running around the, you know, the hospital and was like, name her Belle, Cinderella, Ariel, like, you know, going through all the Disney princesses. And my mom was like, no, no, no. Thank you for not naming me Cinderella, by the way. Could you imagine? And then she goes, <laughs> what about Alina? Where did she get the name from? Well, she was in kindergarten and I'm, I'm like 99% positive, obviously wasn't there in the moment where I was, but you know. She went to school with a girl named Alina. Mm. So I'm pretty sure that that's how my name came to be. Or that is how my name. Yeah, my sister named me. And then another fun fact about that whole situation happening is that I went to kindergarten with a girl, Donna, who named her little sister Alina. And I'm pretty sure that she heard it from me. So somebody better name their kid Alina, is what I'm saying. We got to keep this going. Yeah, there's like a chain happening. There's a chain here. Um, Okay, yeah. So also, don't expect me to name my child Alina. (laughs) <laughs> oh well, love fine the then. name, but I just don't want to inflate your ego. You know what I mean? That's more. That's that, more. The no, reason. it's not that, about the ego. That it's is not totally a, like it's, an honor in many cultures. Yeah, too. Yeah. But it's not about the ego. Yeah. It's just the, it's just funny to me. Anyway, okay. So, um, <laughs> grew up in Brooklyn. I've lived in Florida, then moved back to New York, moved back to, or moved to Hong Kong, then the Bay Area. Met Maddie, worked in tech with her. Then we were like, hey, things are going real well and swimmingly. We need to implode this. So then we moved back to Hong Kong for two years um, where I worked in financial services. If you ever want to fuck with your day, you should definitely try to work at a bank after you've worked in tech. In tech. I had a 10 a.m. appointment with myself every single day where I just cried in the bathroom um, for the first three months. Anyway, now live in <laughs> LA. Positivity. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, that's a true story. But anyway, um, so now I live in LA. And what else? You're a dog mom. I'm a dog mom. Um, Married. Yeah, but everybody knows that, that, you know. With a fat ass. With a fat ass. Um, (laughs) She got her Italian, her Italian dream boy with a fat ass. I was in the market for an Italian last name and I found (laughs) one. Really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was something you like said to yourself, I want, I want an Italian man. Yeah. Why? Uh, I grew up in an Italian neighborhood and so, you know. So you're like, uh, it feels like home. Yeah, like that's like the culture that I grew up. I pretended I was Italian for half my life. I still do. Um, Oh, yeah. I like literally in my head... Alina is like the Italian like mom I've always wanted, you know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, I'm. I not. mean, it, growing up in Jersey, growing up in Jersey, it was it's you pick up a lot of Italian mannerisms. See, my accent was very Italian American for a long time, yeah. and also you pick up some Yiddish too. I was gonna say, okay. I think also like yeah. Jewish moms and Italian moms, yep. and yep. the New York Italian and the New York Jew are, I think, have a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I didn't know that because. You know, this is just part of like my dem- like growing up. Like, yeah. this is I also don't think community. I knew that many I, Jewish people growing yeah. up either. Like, everybody was Roman Catholic. There were a couple of. Yeah, it's still Jewish shocking stuff. to me that like I didn't realize that you grew up Catholic until last, last week. week. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Could it be because I'm such a great child of God? <laughs> I mean, considering how like much of a prude you are, like it makes sense now. Oh. There's like might be some like religious trauma there. Is there some Back shame too? Is to there... the basic in the brain where we psychoanalyze the shit out of each other. Is there shame? <laughs> do you have the I... do you have the Catholic guilt going going on? Oh, that's a good question. 
I don't think so. Are, are you are you really come from a religious so, background, Maddie? I grew up. I actually have a funny story about religious guilt. Um, I grew up religious and uh, but Muslim. My my family is Muslim. My dad was not religious at all. He would he would like fucking drink. Like did not give a shit at all. Period. Fuck and drink or fucking drink. <laughs> Both probably. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I grew up Muslim. Um. Super religious. My parents forced me and my little brother to go to Sunday school. Yeah. Um. It was all about like you know memorize the Quran. All of this. Uh. Pretty much, like, wasn't allowed to do sleepovers. Like, we had, like, a very small... Yeah, it was very imagine? conservative. I'm, I'm there with you, yeah. Yeah. And so, my, also, if I went out with my friends to the movie theaters, my mom would have to drop me off and then have a conversation with everyone that I'd be going to the movie theater with. Like, very yeah. much, like, super overbearing. Overbearing. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm still unclear as to how your mom allows you to hang out with me. Oh, well, when I went off to college and she found out that I drank, I think my mom like lost all hope for me. And then when Pierre and I eloped, that that's when clip. she was like. That was a clip. Yeah. Uh, that's no mas. it. That's it. Yeah. Um, and I think also my mom has changed quite a bit too now. So she thinks you're a good influence. Oh, it's all the cat. Has she guilt. listened to the show? No, <laughs> I think the fuck not. Um, but going back to religious guilt, so I, when I was twenty and I was living in England, got a boyfriend. I was still a virgin at the time, and I was like, I just need to get this over and done with, like over and done with. Like, just need to have sex, or I just need to lose my virginity. I'm over it. Um, and so we ended up having sex, right? And um, my teeth were chattering for a good two hours afterwards. And it's because my body was going through such like a psychological, like release. Physiological. Of, exactly. Oh. Of like my whole life I've been told like you cannot until marriage. And I like was like, no, I want to break this. Like I don't want to do that this is me taking it was a moment of rebellion exactly empowering yourself okay but my brain because of all of the religious guilt and because almost into a degree it's kind of like a trauma in and Mm. of itself right um my body like i just had this like insane reaction and my boyfriend at the time was like oh my god like do i need to take you to the emergency room could you imagine like like me going into the er like (laughs) teeth chattering doctors like what's wrong i just (laughs) like that's literally what it was like for two hours straight so it was a psychosomatic response yeah to to being feeling to feeling guilt that's crazy yeah i never had that experience so (laughs) i think we can safely say there's no there's no Catholic shame or guilt. Oh, interesting. That might say something about more about you rather than uh, your household. Maybe you were uh, born. You're a natural rebe- re- rebel. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. No, my mo- my mom wasn't very religious, but my grandma was. Like it killed oh. her that we didn't go to Catholic school. Oh, and she actually tried to pay for us to go to Catholic school, and my mom said no. Is this also the grandma who got upset that you cursed in the? Podcast? My grandma heard 10 minutes of our podcast and was not happy oh, yeah. that 32-year-old oh, yeah. Alina cusses. <laughs> I was like, oh, if only she knew. You should send her the stats on uh, people who cuss and their level of intelligence. intelligence yeah, yeah, the correlation with IQ. Yeah. Like, grandma, Is smart. there? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. also a really? correlation between like pain relief and cussing too, like how it psychologically helps with pain relief. So if you're in pain you're and like, you swear. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And those yeah. with higher intelligence or higher IQ, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you should send her the like grandma. Yeah. More. Yeah. Oh, guess who just shot up to the top of the ranks yeah. in the. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say in the will. Yeah. Sorry, that was a really bad and dark sure, joke. Yeah. It's too early for me. Okay. Um, wait, so, Josh, talking about like where we're from, I remember when you sent us that quiz. 
that was like, fill out this quiz and like, we can tell you where you're from. And I was so suspect. I was like, there's no way this is going to call where I'm from. Hold on. For context for our listeners and viewers. Sorry, I'm really bad at that. There's a quiz that Josh had told us about where essentially you take it and it will predict like what part of the country you're from. And it was solely based on U.S. And U.S. statistics. The U.S., yes. U.S. numbers. Um, And mind you, we're at a party and everyone gets on their phone (laughs) and proceeds to take this test. And we're all sitting there for like maybe a good 30 minutes, like all flabbergasted at how accurate this quiz was. It's it's on Wall Street Journal. Uh, It's just like maybe a 21 question. Yeah. And the questions are fascinating, actually. They really are. Right? Like um, it'll ask you, like it show you a picture of something like – um, your like shoes and be like, what do you call this from where you're from? Mm. And what's interesting about it is like, okay, these are sneakers from where I'm from. Yeah. But I didn't realize that there are like 10 different ways. Mm-hmm. It's like sneakers, tennis shoes, running shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, that's, you could only name like three, right? Yeah, but there's yeah. like a whole bunch more and uh, it's fascinating. And by the end it triangulates yeah. where you're from and how accurate yeah, is was- that sucker? Yeah. So it was was super accurate for Maddie. It was like, I think the exact town for you. I am still, I I have a bone to pick with Wall Street Journal because it said that I was from Staten Island. There is like, okay, what's worse being told or being asked if you're from Staten Island or being asked if you're from New Jersey? I think Staten Island. Oh, really? I think Staten Island is like... Sorry, that was offensive. You're from New Jersey. But, um, no, it's okay. No. I understand. Tell us how you really feel, Lena. When you're from New York and someone's like, "Oh, are you from Jersey?" Oh yeah, it's a it's it's a offensive. I know. I'm 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 familiar with that uh, like, that trope. I'll with, fucking kill you. Yeah. No, I'm not from New Jersey. People don't like it. Yeah. But anyway, it's uh, it it was it was very interesting. The whole I think the the colloquialisms and how that could then inform. An algorithm to spit out. It got close enough, right? Yeah, it got very close. It got yeah. very close, but it was very close for me. It was like Fremont, and I grew up in Newark, and Newark is like this like donut hole of a city within Fremont in the Bay Area. Yeah, it's tiny. And I was like, what in the world? Yeah, that thing really shocked me. But I also think what was insane was we were having conversations with each other as we were all taking the quiz, and people were like, wait, people actually call it this? Or oh, yeah. People actually call it that? Like, what the fuck? Um, and people got like really viscerally upset at some point, and I was like, it's fine. It's just how people are, uh, you know, how they call things. Yeah. And it, it got me thinking how, because like I said, I was having this conversation with Pierre the other day about how regionally certain cultures and stuff are created mm. and how they permeate generations and how almost to a degree, the reason why we call something like, for example, in one region, sneakers versus running shoes is because generationally it's been called that for so long. Mm-hmm. And it just compounds over time and nobody questions why it's called that. Or, you know, that's why people have such a hard time with acknowledging that, oh, wait, there are ways that other people call this thing, too. Mm. And it's not just from a language perspective. It's also even culturally like the way that we navigate the world. Right. Like you were talking earlier about New York, like a lot of the culture is, you know, it, you know, Italian mothers and and Yiddish to a degree kind of permeates the culture in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and it kind of affects the communities and how you're raised and what you're used to. Yeah, yentas. Those are the uh, <laughs> and Jewish, what Jewish. I aspire to be a yenta yeah. one day. <laughs> yenta is yenta. that like the traditional? Uh, it's just like a, a, a Jewish mother, Jewish Jewish, Jewish aunties, yenta. and then yeah. a bubby is a Jewish grandma, right? Bubby? I think so. I a think bubby is like a, a 
older. Yeah, an older yeah, like a grandma, yeah. I think. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I aspire to be like that one day. Yeah. But Josh, I feel like you grew up on the East Coast, but I feel like you have a very like moderate, like, like I feel like, what's the word? You're ambiguous almost. Like, yeah. I don't know that I would say, oh, you're from Jersey or you're from here or you're from so there. You would have to get a couple of shots of whiskey in me. Um, mm. So when my accent is probably the most prominent mm-hmm. thing that begins Same to thing change. With you. Yeah. Oh, when I'm drunk or when I'm angry. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. me angry. Put me in a car. Yeah. You got road rage. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It is so bad. Yesterday, I literally this woman like cut me off in the Trader Joe's parking lot. She cut me off while I was waiting to let the other people park so that I could mm. then go. Yeah. And then she realized she boxed her ass in. Mm. And so she was trying to get me to reverse and I refused. I literally sat there and I was like, no bitch, figure it out. <laughs> and my nephew was in the car with me and he was just like, I think you can reverse. I was like, no, she boxed me in now because there's someone behind me. Yeah. And you're a stupid bitch and you're going to learn your lesson so that next time you don't try to cut somebody off in a parking lot. See? That's your go. problem. See, that sense of justice, that's very East Coast, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extremely East Coast. And, and uh, I, that's something I can never let go of too. Something that people do here. We're in LA, just for reference. Mm. People cut in line here. Yeah. They cut in mm-hmm. lines in LA, which I think is, I've never seen and done anywhere else. And I'm the only idiot that like says something. Oh, you clearly haven't gone to Egypt. There's no such thing as a line. Oh, yeah. I, mean, Cairo's, <laughs> like... I think Cairo's regarded as the most highest population density per square foot in, in the world. Is it? Yeah. yeah Not China? That's, no, Cairo as yeah. a city. As a city. Oh, oh, oh. But that's why they're like creating this like new, new, they're literally creating a new capital right yeah. now as we speak. So, you know what's funny about that is in Shanghai, they kind of did something similar. It's called Shintendi, which means new world. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so nice. they created, it's like built up. It's, you would never think that you were in the middle of China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it feels like you could be on like Collins Avenue in Miami or something. Obviously not by right. the beach, but like it has that vibe where it's like mm. cute little boutiques and it's like it's just it's so different. Mm. And so they're trying to like make rebrand, if you will, yeah. the um, you know the culture, so if you will. Crazy. There's a lot of that happening. The first sustainable city in Korea is Hongdo. It's a project they started in 2015. They're just bringing in architects, designers, inventors, and it's going to be fully digitally integrated. Pretty cool. It's like basically a dome city. Yeah, that's UAE gonna... is also doing the same thing too. They're creating like a green city or like Dubai? a t- yeah. I think it's Dubai that might be yeah. doing it, where yeah. it's either a green city or like a technologically advanced city where everything's going to be automated essentially. I mean, they just have that. so much money circulating. Yeah, over let's there. throw money to all of these things yeah. versus I hate it. solving world problems. But here we. I are. hate all that yeah. so much. But yeah, just in terms of uh, like um, back to. Uh, kind of like um, that I've kind of evened out. I think a lot of that has to do with the accent. And there is something, there's kind of a, like a little bit of this cultural thing when you have an accent in the U.S., you're, people regard you as dumber, you know? I mean, going internationally, like when I went and studied abroad in England for a year, People assumed because I don't really I don't I don't assume I have an accent, but I guess to them I sound more Valley Girl, oh. right or Californian Valley Girl, and so they automatically assumed I was stupid. Right. And so I cannot tell you how many times I would be at a bar, people would be like, "Oh, you're American," and I'd be like, "Yes, I'm American," and I would have to get into like verbal spars with them. Mm. And one time I had to pr- quote unquote prove my intelligence by drawing a map of Europe. <laughs> 
And they were like, and they literally were looking at me like, wait, so you actually know where European countries are? And I was like, okay. are you dumb? Like, what? <laughs> but yeah, it's like a thing. It's like they just assume Americans are dumb. That's actually impressive. I, I would not I was like, do I don't even think I could do that for the U.S. <laughs> I don't think I could do that for the U.S. either. <laughs> if you were to tell me to, to write down all the 50 states right now, I would not be able to do it. No, I don't think I could either. But um, I – no, but to your point, I do think that British people <laughs> – in general, I have a lot of British friends and I love them all dearly, but they have this thing where they like to think that we as Americans are fucking stupid. I mean, and I, I want to be like, well, you guys have bad teeth. Like, it, <laughs> I, it, it, like <laughs> I have a fucking accent. You people don't know what a dentist is, half of you. Some of you have beautiful teeth, but no, it's the truth, right? No, no, it's just a thing that they just love to be like, oh, Americans. I'm like, mm. I mean, it's true to a degree. I mean, these stereotypes are permeated for for some reason, right? Like a lot of them, I think, during that time period, were talking about like how is it that we allowed Bush to get into office twice, and how is it that you know sure. we started this war? So that it, basically, for them, that's what they're operating off of is mainly politics that they don't there's, agree with. There's some and reality that, in that, though. Yeah, of course. We are I mean, kind of stupid in some aspects. If you look at the numbers of where we are education-wise in math, science, history, all of that, we're like bottom of the, the bottom. chart. Yep. Like, it's really bad, even when it comes to, like, healthcare, right? Like, maternal healthcare. Oh, we're yeah. at the bottom for oh, yeah, a developed country. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. not – we think that we're doing well. Like, we want to call ourselves a superpower, but really the U.S., we're not doing well. So I do not blame them that they, you know, perceive us in such a light. Right. It just sucks that you have to go out there and automatically have to fight that perception mm-hmm. that you think Yeah, I'm that's dumb. stupid. That's stupid because it's like if I'm here, yeah. I'm automatically not those people, right? Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> – I'm I've got a passport. Yeah. I'm like traveling the world. I want to expand my consciousness. Yeah. Like, I sucks, was like, I though, just want to rage. I just party. Sorry. I'm just saying that just sucks. That's the experience you get. Uh, maybe this is like a gender thing, but when I'm traveling, they're like, ooh, American boy. And uh, there's a little bit of I was going to say, though, bit of that. well, it's not just American boy. I mean, this might get weird, but like, don't you think also maybe the fact that you're Asian, too? There's a little exotified. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm a little exotified, which it works for me when I'm traveling. So uh, no complaints there. See? <laughs> we will not dig into that today. Okay. Um, but I, I'm trying to think. No, I feel like. I kind of feel like I do personify a little bit more of what people think when they're like, oh, stupid American. Not that I'm stupid, but I I don't think that I – I don't get to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm going to give you the time of day and I'm just like, okay, you want to think that that's what we are? I'm going to show you. And I like I just – I don't even – I just act like myself and I don't give a fuck. And here's the thing. I can behave like this, but you better believe that Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 – 10 to 2, 10 to 1. Um, I, yeah, like, I just, like, I, I do notice, to your point, Josh, my accent dissipates significantly yeah. when I'm in my my corporate setting. Oh, code yeah. switching. My favorite what is topic. It? Code switching. I've never heard of that. Code switching. Code. 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 code oh. Have you never heard of this? Code no. Switching? No. So, basically, um, I've, I've done this my entire life, and I think probably a lot of women, people of color have done this, where... You speak a certain way, interact with people that know you in a certain way, and then you have to code switch. And Pierre calls it my like my bullshit like white woman voice. White woman voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. heard that phrase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been called a dad voice. Oh, you're using your dad, dad voice. voice. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's, that's code switching. It's like code where you change it because. I mean, I hate to say this, but psychologically, the way that people will interpret you and perceive you, your voice affects that image. Um, and so when I'm in the corporate world, be like, yeah, 
hey guys, welcome back. You know, like it's a very, very different voice from when like I'm interacting with you and we're in the house and mm-hmm. like, you know, joking around and messing around or I'm drinking, right? But like, yeah, when I'm at work, I'm a completely different person. And I I intentionally am not friends with people. I mean, very select few, I think that I'm like friends with. we met with. at work. We did, we did meet at work. But I think now as I've gotten older, because mm-hmm. there's a certain perception that I have at work and a certain way that I operate and I don't like to code switch at work because it takes a lot of brain power to do it. Oh, do you think there's a part of you that feels like it is against your principles or or you just don't it, it you, you just don't like doing it? Um, it's not that it's against my principles. I think I just it's easier for my brain to be in one mode versus having to cut in and out of it throughout the day, if so that makes sense. There's a little bit of exhaustion, mental exhaustion. Involved, it is. You know? It is mentally exhausting. And I mean, I don't know if you've had that experience, but I think I also, I've noticed, I do change my voice too when it comes to, I mean, I hate to say this, but like male executives, oh right? Oh, dear. Yeah, no, it's yeah. true. It's I've I've had to like change my voice because, you know, especially if you need something or want something too, the way that you like interact and have, like I'm code switching based <laughs> on who I'm interacting with. I'm sure every woman in tech. Yeah. Every woman. Yeah. Every woman in tech. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe. I don't know. I'm actually thinking about this and I do have to a degree like when I need to be that person, I can do it. But at the same time, I also feel like as I get more tenured in my career, if you will, and I'm just like gaining more confidence in myself, I do let little snippets of my real voice and personality come out. But part of me is like, maybe I just want people to be scared of me because I could also see myself doing that. <laughs> why I do, enjoy why do you being feared. Oh, why? Why do you enjoy being feared? No, oh. no. Okay. Maybe not feared, but I like people to know like. You've got teeth. Yeah. Like don't fuck with me. Yeah. But I'm not going to say it like that. I'm not an animal. But you know what I mean? Like, I just like people to know that I am, I'm an assertive human being. So I actually did the DISC test or the DISC assessment yeah. yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, I'm a high D, apparently. Same. I'm D. I'm Let's DC. give context yeah. to our listeners. <laughs> I'm high Sorry, D. Sorry. I'm really bad <laughs> about that. <laughs> it's like, let me be high D. What the yeah. fuck does like, that mean? Did you do crystal nose? Disc on crystal nose? I don't remember. Maybe. Uh, But the disc assessment is basically a personality assessment, and it's typically used in the workplace. I'm going to show you something that's really fast. So crystal nose, Uh superpower when it comes to communication and collaboration. Also, for people who are consultants, if you want to know what type of presentation you need to do before you walk into a room of people who are decision makers or or pitch, I I started using crystal nose years ago. Mm -hmm. Five pitches that year. Five for five. Nice. Uh, really amazing tool. But it, it's based on DISC. You know? Okay. I'm a big fan. Yeah. It's basically just like what's your personality type and it enables you. Like if you're a leader, for example, to make sure that your team is is like comprised of the analytical type and the yeah. driver and the... No, D is Sorry. dominant. I is oh, I influence, influencer. Okay. S is supporter. And C is... Something uh, I don't remember. So think of it this way: D is like Gryffindor, I is Hufflepuff, which is such a fucking sore point for her. Oh, oh my what? god! What? I wanted to be Slytherin, and I found out I was Gryffindor, and I was really fucking pissed about it. So it was C is thing. Slytherin, yeah. C is the Slytherin uh, type, or no, that's Ravenclaw, and well, Slytherin doesn't really fit uh, in there. But are you Slytherin? No, I'm a Gryffindor, and I'm pissed about it. Oh. But you just said D is Gryffindor, and I'm like, fuck, that's D can be life. Slytherin too, actually. Her whole life, yeah. she's been walking around thinking she's a Slytherin. I forced her to do the goddamn Harry Potter quiz. I still get emails. But that's not accurate. That thing's not accurate. So what 
what I did, or actually, I can't. Are we talking about the the accuracy of a fucking Harry Potter? Yes, by the way, absolutely. Based on a fantasy world, we're talking about the accuracy. I mean, they're based on real archetypes, right? That's a reality. There are people like that, out there. So, uh, so Jackie, somebody from her work, I introduced. uh, I'm a big proprietor of uh, Five Strengths, Strength Finder. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, there's a couple out there like Kolb's learning styles, leadership styles, uh, boy from Boyatzis, um, Myers Briggs, of course, mm. which is more Jungian archetypes. So they used uh, Strength Finder and made a uh, an Excel document because each strength that's listed in this, I think there's maybe like thirty to fifty in there. They all kind of fall into one of the tropes of of like the houses of oh, Hogwarts, so okay. and it did it on a point system. Uh, with like a weighted point system. And and I'm looking through this. And by the way, I work with data and synthesize data all day. That's part of my job. I'm like, this is really well done. Okay, so we need to look and, at this Excel sheet. Yeah. Basically. And so we started putting our stuff in there. And it'll tell you what percentage of each house you are. So uh, it's not that you're going to be only one. There's, there's actual there's, percentages across yeah. the board. That's pretty cool. I like that. But I do think that at the end of the day, the whole point of the sorting hat is that you have to end up in one. Yeah. You do. So, so there's going to be one that's really dominant. So yeah. I'm very much uh, um, Slytherin and Ravenclaw. Oh, interesting. So, but mostly Slytherin. Yeah. Oh. I'm, yeah. I'm Slytherin. I haven't done this, though, so I'll I'm going to send that to you guys. Okay. I think you might cool. like wow. it. And then but we'll you see. might be Slytherin, too. I don't know. Are you ambitious? I don't know. That <laughs> depends on my mood. <laughs> no. No. Oh, my um, God. Um, I forgot where we were at. Other. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I have more questions uh, yeah, okay. to ask you guys if you want. Okay, one more question. We have a couple more minutes. And oh, then, then I want to pick a, a really interesting one. I, it, hold on. Did you guys talk about zodiacs in past uh, episodes? We did. Yeah, we have. Um, Love zodiac signs. We actually did an episode on um, whether or not there's signs. Yeah, what the hell, Josh? I thought you were a listener. I'm, I, we're going to have to start quizzing people before we allow why? them to come on the oh show. <laughs> no, it's fine. You know what I'm gonna start doing? Because I'm I started a new wood woodworking project. I'm gonna I'm gonna blast all your episodes while I'm fucking doing that shit. Love it! I, need, I love that. Yeah. Um, how do you picture you guys? We talked about like where you're from, where you grew up in, kind of what you're doing now. It sounds like what you're doing now is really boring for you guys, but maybe that's just like, <laughs> and maybe this is a product of you guys being bored at work and do, and doing this. But uh, what? Uh, how do you picture you guys retiring? What's that? What's that look like? Uh, I'm gonna be rich as fuck on my own island. The fuck? That's, that's on, your not, on your own island. Yeah, I feel like in retirement, I want to be away from people. Oh, I mean, I already want to be away from people now, and I'm in my thirty. <laughs> Isolation. You're thirty and like a month, two months. I'm already okay. thirty. I know. I said oh, and, and a month. month. Okay, fine. I like whatever. that. If you were on an island with a bunch of people, what would your role be? Would you be like a gatherer, the a mo- hunter? Mo- the well, I'd probably be like the I'm more of a mama bear type, I would say. So you're a nurturer. A nurturer, yeah. yeah. I would probably be like teaching the kids. I would say I'm a good teacher. Like if it was like a community, mm-hmm. right? Like a let's say if we want to go back in time, like tribal communities, right? Mm-hmm. I'd probably be like the the nurturer type who's like teaching the kids because I think I have the patience for it. Hmm. No. I, I'm no, looking no, no, at Elena's no, no. face because she's just like, no, no, I think so you would be. I'm thinking shit. about, no, 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 I'm thinking about myself and I'm like, that sounds like hell. What what would you do if you were on the I'd island? be the leader. Yeah, you'd what if I'd you, be the one barking orders at oh, everyone. 
Interesting. I enjoy you that. would be, but then you would also be the one who's like. But I'll also get in my hands tizzy. dirty. Exactly, You'd I'll get in. my hands dirty yeah. with it. But and then if people don't do it at the speed that she wants them to do it, or they're being slow about getting onto the thing, she would just like be get like, out You're of my way, fucking useless, and yeah. then go and do it herself. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you are definitely a Slytherin. <laughs> See, I think she's a heart of gold, though. That's but I, the thing. But I, I but the yes. Slytherins aren't all bad. Oh, I know. Right. I'm, I'm aware. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, well, yeah. What's your retirement look like, Alina? Um, I'm also a busybody, though, so I don't know that I actually see myself retiring, retiring. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think some of the, some of our listeners know this. You both know this, but I, um, I'm a real estate agent now as well. In addition to, oh, you didn't know this? No. Oh yeah, she got her license. Josh, I'm gonna need you to like get up on my socials. I have three that I manage. <laughs> like, come on. Okay. No. So, uh, so yeah, I have my real estate license, and I recently, you know, I signed on with a brokerage, and so getting involved in that. So I could see myself doing that okay. long term, even you know, when I decide to retire from corporate. Okay. Because uh, I need to be busy at all times. I need to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Like much to Mark's dismay, I, like. It'll be 8.30 in the morning on a Saturday, and he's just trying to, like, watch TV. And I'm like, nope, we have to do laundry, and then we have to do this, and then we have to do this, and then we have to get the weeds, and then we have to fill the pool, and then we have to get a car wash, and then we have to make dinner. Like, I I just need to be busy, so I don't ever see myself stopping. Mm. I've jokingly suggested to Alina, because she and I have not done, like, a girl's trip, just us together, right, in our Mm. years of friendship. And I was like, how about we go do, like, a silent retreat? And she – have you never done a silent retreat? So basically it's – no talking throughout the whole retreat, and it's just like <laughs> yoga, like meditation, nope. all of that. So awkward as fuck. That's and awful. One of my one of my friends, because I did, um, I did like a shroom retreat like many years ago. It was after my dad died. Um, amazing experience. But one of the girls that was there, she uh, basically was a grad student and was getting paid to go and have these experiences and check out, like, you know medicines, different medicines of the world. So she had worked at an ayahuasca center, had done ayahuasca. She had Iboga in Africa. She was doing psilocybin in Amsterdam. Um, And she had told me that she also did a silent retreat as well somewhere in Europe. And essentially they put you, it's no talking, and they also put her in a room completely dark no stimulation at all and the way that they feed you is they like have the trays of food they walk in one door they have to close that door and then they like open another thing so there's no light seeping in at all um and she was saying that she had like amazing like meditative visuals all of that no but like she did it for i think it was like five days what um yeah that girl was amazing though amazing character i mean she must have you gotta have like a good layer of just contentment and happiness and joy in you to have a good experience. Because I guarantee you, if I did that, I would you know, I would just go to a dark place. Well, yeah, it's I'd like come out mad. If you have like all of your deep, I mean, she had been doing all of these medicines for a while, and those medicines kind of forced you to look inwards and do a lot of reflection. Uh, the look on your fucking face right now, I can't. yeah, that sounds terrifying. I'm thinking about doing that for five minutes, and I want to kill myself. Yeah, so that's no. why Alina can't. She's too. Too I don't busy even likes like. To keep um, distracted. Um, I don't even like like a massage. Really, I like massages, yeah. but like after minute like twenty, I'm like, okay, how much longer? So, so you, do you not like being alone in a space by yourself? Um, I can be alone and just be still. Like, can you do still? That? No, I need to be doing Ooh, something at all times. This but is I why can I'm be saying alone. I can be retreat. alone, but like, I just I I feel like I like productivity and I like feeling like I'm doing. Yeah, I get that, but like, what happens when you when you're alone and you stay still? 
I don't think I've ever sat alone and stayed still, so I don't have an answer. Have for you that. ever meditated? I don't do well with meditation. <laughs> what does that mean? I just sit there and I get bored, and after five minutes, I'm like. I didn't meditate because I was just thinking about how bored I was the whole time. Mark tries to get me to meditate with him, and I can't do it. Mark meditates? Get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here. Yeah. He does some weird chanting shit. It's cultish, <laughs> if you ask me, but okay. You and I have meditated together. That uh, that chanting weird shit. Yeah. No, I don't like chanting it. like he's like, oh. I meditate yeah. in silence, but yeah, I... I no, it's just not for me. I need I to be doing something. Force you now to yeah. Go I want to see what happens. Yeah, I feel like there's the reason why the, is because you're distracting yeah. yourself and your psyche from actually going deep. There's something. Let, yeah, there. you're blocking something. Yeah, I have a problem. I can't cry, and I, I think it's a serious issue. Y- yeah, no, that that does that's not healthy. Yeah, and I when I see people crying, I'm like, that looks fucking refreshing, and I can't cry. You've never cried. I, of course, I've cried. Well, but it's when been was the like, last time you cried? I want to say 10 years, maybe eight years, eight, Josh, 10 years. do you go to therapy? I, I did for a while, but uh, it's really hard to find a therapist. I mean, you guys should probably know this already, too. Yeah, like a already. good therapist. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard. Uh, my my biggest qualm is that I need someone that can relate to me. Mm, that makes sense. And it's really hard to find that. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, I relate to that in that I didn't cry for probably since I was like 10 up until... 20 something i cry all the time <laughs> Wonderful. i literally yeah. cry all the time i no, get frustrated good. that benji won't eat breakfast and i'm like why are you doing this to me i'm like mommy just wants you to eat big boy like it's weird i literally cry for everything i i really oh do i'm a big God. crier but i'm not i'm i don't know maybe i have adhd maybe i have add Gosh. like on, honestly i genuinely think sometimes i do because my ability to even just like follow a conversation sometimes is a little bit hard I think so. having a lot of feeling, having a lot, I have a lot of feelings. Having a lot of feelings and letting it out, whether it be through anger, which you express that you you do when you're driving, crying. That's that's like good. your outlet. You yeah, need very that. expressive. Yeah. It's like very you also emotional. have like a connection to self, right? You don't feel like shame or guilt or feel mm-hmm. off that like oh I have these feelings and want to express them. Yeah. And also, you're being a busybody, doing things. Yeah, is also a form of. Yeah, like synthesizing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like movement sure. is also another thing too. Like you going to Pilates or you know dancing even is like another way in which love to release sex. Energy. Yeah. Did you, did you say sex? Sex. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Anyways, on that well, note, on that note, I think that we're ready to end this Monday's episode. Okay. Cool. Can I go pee pee now? <laughs> <laughs> and we're leaving on that note, y'all. <laughs> See you on Wednesday. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 